Hi, it's Taylor. Quickly jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we've changed our name and are now Sisters Assemble. You can find our updated social handles in the show notes. Enjoy the show! Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories podcast. Today we have another kind of ad-libby episode for you, but also a bit of a step into the Shang-Chi world um, as we start to ramp up our pre-movie coverage for you guys. Um, This will be the last episode before we do our official predictions for Shang-Chi. So we decided today that we would talk a little bit about some of the characters and organizations that have either been featured in trailers or had a cameo in trailers or will be big players in the movie that we've seen in the MCU before but either haven't seen for a while or haven't been mentioned in a little bit. And we're just going to throw out some theories about where they've been. Um, But before we do, we definitely want to just point out that you will notice that we are pronouncing Shang-Chi a little differently than we were in the past. Kevin has come out and spoken a little bit more about the movie, and his pronunciation is way better than ours. We were just going phonetically, but now that we have a better idea, we will be pronouncing it correctly from here on out. So Katie, do you want to kick us off? So if you haven't seen the trailers, I recommend going to see it, at least seeing the main one that's come out, because that's really the biggest one you probably need to reference. Obviously, this is not our predictions episode, so we're not going to give our full, you know, breakdown of trailers just yet. We'll be doing that in the next episode coming in about two weeks. Hopefully there will be more trailers by then, too. Yes. There's only been one, so. I thought there was like, well, there's a a long one and then like a short one, but there's usually more by now, so. Yeah, so, um, hopefully there will be more especially I mean that it will be like roughly two weeks before the movie so I would yeah. think there would have to be and they're releasing mainly all their final trailers at that point but either way this will not be the full breakdown but we do want to just take into some account some of these characters um there will be three well there's two characters one organization and I think by saying organization you can already figure out it's definitely the ten rings organization I was gonna say hint hint it's in the title yeah like <laughs> um, that we want to bring up we want to talk about and consider where the heck have they been because especially the Ten Rings organization, well, uh, actually everyone but Wong, so we're going to talk about Hasn't the Ten Rings. Hasn't been around in a long, long time. And the Abomination, and those two have not been around since 2008. Well, well the Ten Rings has, uh, there's been other, but at least since the Iron Man franchise, which wrapped up fairly early in comparison to some of the other Marvel movies yeah. we've had since. And then Abomination was literally like, what, the second movie of the MCU? Yeah, I mean, Hulk came out in also 2008, like right a few months after yeah. yeah. So there has not been another reference or like any sort of sight sightings of him since. So it's, now it's it's just I have to say this right now because we're talking about it. It's so weird to me that they brought this character back. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm pumped, but it's so strange because they have done everything in their power to swipe that mo- sweep that movie under the rug because, you know, there's the whole casting. Although did they change. because General Ross has been a very prominent figure. That's true. I mean, other than him though, he's really the only thing that's come 
come out of that movie that like stayed because even well, the actor here, who plays let's do Hulk this. Did not. Let's do this. Well, we're gonna start with Abomination. Yeah, we'll start by talking about him. Here's a couple of things that I I know I brought up to Taylor pretty early on about this was my question is from the get go is he's this big monster. You know, obviously he wouldn't have been able to hide too much, but whatever. But it's been now in the MCU fifteen years because they're mm-hmm. in 2023 to our knowledge because we're assuming Shang Chi is now in we're in some sort of timeline order again. That's my that is my that's my the assumption. hope and the prayer because I can't keep doing. I this can't handle the multiverse thing. and the timelines. Um, if we're going back prequels, we're just not no. no. But I'm right now the assumptions made that we are in our like where we're supposed to be, which is 2023. So for 15 years, my my whole thing is where you where been, has bro? this guy been? Because he's not exactly easy to hide. And now I also know I brought up Taylor multiple accounts. Now I have a weird love for Abomination, not the movie Abomination. I played a Marvel game for a while. He was one of my best fighters. I And that's honestly how I really understood the Abomination and who he was and, like, all of that. Um, but the one thing I don't fully know and I haven't found any confirmation on is if he can turn back into a human, my thoughts and belief are that he cannot. So if he cannot, he is a terrifying monster, especially the MCU version of him, is even more terrifying than any sort of comic or game uh, version that I've seen. And so I'm just trying to understand why this massive lizard has been essentially like living for the past 15 years that he's just been and i mean like general ross had a meltdown over the hulk yeah but somehow but he's, he's like, like chilling, chilling. With the abomination. yeah so i'm i'm just he's the most intriguing to me personally because he's really one that i never thought we'd see back in the mcu yeah I genuinely just never thought we'd see him because he never even crossed my mind. I'm going to be honest. When I do my Marvel replays, I don't sit there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch the Hulk. No, I'm going to be well, honest. Well, first of all, it's not even on Disney Plus, so it's not well, even yeah, real. Well, yeah, it's not even <laughs> easily accessible. But also, like, it's just, I've seen it a couple times. I think that's enough. Like, yeah. I don't think, because they they honestly only referenced the movie, like, once, too, with Mark Ruffalo, which is when he was like the last time I was in New York, I like destroyed Harlem or whatever. He makes a comment about. But it that's in the not Avengers. New York, isn't that DC? Or not? Not no. He said New York. Well, I know that's what the line he says, but that movie does not take place in New York. I'm pretty sure. I no, yeah. they're in Virginia because they're by the military. Yeah, but don't they end up in New York at one point? He's in the city fighting. I. Well, I mean, they say it in the Avengers. I don't think their one line in reference to that movie would be wrong. I swear it's New York. I know at least part of the movie takes place in D.C. That's fine. But his fight scene where he destroys the city is in New York. At the end? Yeah, the, the end. big fight scene with, with Abomination. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, what are you talking about, dude? That was in New York. You're right, you're right. I was, like, very focused on the beginning of the movie. Yeah. yeah. No. That's why I was like, Because I knew that part was about? in Virginia. No, that's why I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because... You're right. They were in New York, and that's why he makes a reference to last time he was there, he destroyed Harlem. But anyway, other than that, like, one reference to the movie, we really, and then General Ross, of course, we really don't have much from him about that movie. I mean, General Ross's daughter, as of right now, is also MIA. Yeah, where the heck is Betsy? she's just gone off. Like, she's just non-existent. So, Is it Betsy or Betty? Sorry, I'm having a... I think it's Betty. Okay, I just called her Betsy. Because I don't think it's Betsy Ross. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was like, I don't think... I was like, think that, that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, I was normal. like, I don't think they would have done Betsy Ross, because you have to think they also have James Buchanan, so... 
That's a very common thing to do, though. That's why we have, like, so many presents I know, for, like, but that's why I presents. think, I don't think that, that's probably why it's Betty Ross, not Betsy Ross. Okay, okay. But, uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm not <laughs> saying it for that reason. I'm just saying that maybe that's why. It's, like, still a reference, maybe, to it. Yeah, and if your dad's super, like, in the military and, like, it would make sense. Yeah. So, but like I said, he's in it, and I mean, he is, as we've said in a previous podcast, possibly slated to already be on his way to becoming Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. She, I wonder if she comes back, part of her storyline in the comics, I mean, at one point she dies, fun fact, Abomination kills her, so maybe this opens her up. I mean, she doesn't need to be married to Banner for her, for Abomination to kill her. Um, yeah, for him to be an antagonist for Red Hulk. Yeah, and then, I mean, I then she's resurrected and becomes she-Red Hulk. So, I mean... Also, just, like, remember when she dated Phil from Modern Family was her, like, other boyfriend in the Hulk movie? Vaguely. I just, like, had to bring that I up. I do vaguely remember that. I was, like, wondering, like, if she comes back, like, is she, like... Are we gonna see that she's, you know, married? She, like, has a life now? This is 15 years later. Right. And then I was like, I wonder if she married Phil. Yeah, like, they were not necessarily, I would say, young. I mean, I'm not gonna say they were, like, in their 40s already, but they weren't, like, early 20s either. Yeah. So, I mean, to add on that, I mean, they were distinguished scientists. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like we're getting a little off from that. But my my whole point to all of it was to bring Abomination of All back, I think, is an interesting factor when we do have She-Hulk coming. Yeah. And the way, and I know I think I brought this up in the Black Widow podcast episode, talking about how General Ross, part of how he becomes Red Hulk is because he gets sick. And I think... It seems like they're laying the groundwork for Yeah, that. because they even say in Black Widow, they make a comment about how he's had now two of those heart thingies. Bypass. Like yeah, that. I think. And that, and he looks sick in the movie. Yeah, like he's gone. Yeah. He's kind of like pale. He's, yeah, he's very tiny looking. Yeah. Um, he used to be like cut a more imposing figure. Yeah. So I definitely think they might be laying that groundwork. So I think bring the abomination in. I wonder if maybe they will use part of that plot line to also set up Red She-Hulk. Yeah, but that's not the point here. The point is, where the heck has he been? If we want to go off the comics, he's just kind of taken by someone to called space? The Stranger um, and disappears for a while and eventually works his way back to Earth. So it's possible. Um, maybe he's gone into hiding in the, like, sewage, or, like, not the sewage, but, like, you know, like, the underground mm-hmm. tunnels and stuff and cities and all that. I have to think he has to be off-world because there's no way you hide that hulking, not hulking, but yes, also hulking, that hunking rage machine. Where do you hide that? Well, especially if he doesn't have the ability to turn back into his human form as we see with Bruce. Right. But he is more, like... Murderous? Yes. But also, like, he's more... (laughs) Terrifying looking? On the spectrum, yes. (laughs) On the spectrum, he's more, like, smart Hulk in that, like, he has more of Blonsky's, like, personality. He's more aware. Yeah, and I think part like more of that, in control. Yeah, I think part of that is because the abomination is such a monster, and as a human, Blonsky's so, the worst. Yeah, and I think that's why in Endgame, when we see that Bruce and the Hulk have become one, they've like accepted the other one for how they are, and they're able to like coexist. Yeah, versus there was no need to have to have that because there was already that coexistence coexistence because. They were essentially the same, no matter what. He was yeah. a monster of a person, and so he made himself into an actual monster. 
this is kind of a random tangent off that, but I was reading an article the other day that said that it wasn't, it was less that they, like, accepted one another and more that just, like, Bruce took over all the time and kind of just stifled the Hulk. Because we actually got to see the Hulk's personality in Ragnarok. Yeah. And he has, like, an actual personality and he's funny and he, like, makes jokes and he, like, likes the attention and, like, you see, which is, like, the exact opposite of Banner. But when you see Smart Hulk, it's Banner's personality but Hulk's body. So it's... But it also does have aspects of, I mean, like, he's more outgoing when you see see, like, the people wanting to take pictures with him. That's he's true. Like, so I do think they came to a weird compromise after Hulk, like, was, like, no. essentially... He threw a tantrum. Oh, yeah. Like, he essentially... Yeah. <laughs> but he was beaten, and I think that put thing. And I know, like, people look at Hulk as the stupider end of it because he isn't the scientist within. But, I mean, he was embarrassed, and you could tell that. So, as far as Abomination, where I think he's been, if he wasn't on Earth, I don't know. Somewhere in the... I mean, we keep finding more places, and not that I don't expect there to be a lot in space that we don't know about, but, like, Marvel's just kind of like, here's another planet, and here's another group of people. And so... I mean, he could have been anywhere, to be honest. Um, if he was on Earth, like I said, he had to have been in hiding in tunnels. I mean, he has military training. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he He's was like in hiding. He's a mercenary, right? Yeah, so I really wouldn't be surprised if he was very good at hiding. Um, I could also see him being a literal body for hire making money off the fact that he's a literal killing machine like he doesn't need a gun anymore he will rip your head off yeah. your body yeah like so i could see him i don't know working for some shady organization like, like the ten rings <laughs> yeah i mean honestly like take your pick of the organizations that have emerged like in the post you know blip era but even before that i mean there were enough that were already yeah shady I mean, on sure. their own i mean a hydra would have done anything to get their hands on something like that are you kidding me yeah so i mean he could have just gone from shady organization to shady organization he, heck, he could be working for the power broker and we wouldn't even know. It's funny you say that because I'm not going to bring this up in this podcast episode, but I will bring it up for next week's, or I mean, or like the next episode for Shang-Chi, the predictions, but there is a possible connection to Shang-Chi with the power broker. Ooh, ooh. Um, but I will not bring we that up until our predictions episode, which make sure you guys go Sneak listen to that when it comes out. But yeah, so I don't know. Those are my thoughts of where he's at. Some of his, like, I mean, they're going to have to give us at least a one-liner because you can't just you bring a character. Something. Yeah, I mean, you can't just bring a character without, I'm not even talking about like a year, couple years. No, this was 15 years ago. Like this man's had to have been somewhere for 15 years. Yeah. So, and I'm sure they'll go deeper into it in She-Hulk, because I'm pretty sure he's confirmed for that as well. But I, I need a little, like, you, you gotta give me a nibble. Well, it would make sense know? he's a part of She-Hulk, because I feel like they're bringing in a lot of the Gamma-radiated beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he I know he's not a part of the official Hulk family, but he's, like, the w- most well-known, I would say, Antagonist. Yeah. yeah. So, for a Hulk, at least, I should say, of course. But yeah, so I think that's where Abomination's been at. I want to hold the Ten Rings organization off for a second, just because I feel like that's the big... Yeah. You know, that's what Shang-Chi is really balanced around. And let's bring up Wong. So now, in the smallest clip possible in <laughs> the trailer, we see Abomination fighting Wong. Well, now this makes sense. Abomination is the Can bad guy, Wong really good quick, guy. My favorite thing, uh, Kevin was, I think it was a Reddit interview that, like, a Reddit asked me anything that Kevin was doing, and someone was like, why does it look like it's Abomination and Wong fighting in that cage? And oh, Kevin's yeah. response was, because, because it's, it is. <laughs> because it's Abomination and Wong fighting in that cage. Yeah, literally. So we've had confirmation that's who it is, because I will say in the trailer, 
you can't pick up Wong quite as well. Like, you I mean, Abomination's obvious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, like, you also don't get a full face of Wong. Like, you kind of, yeah. like, get a and side And in a mystical, sh- like, you see him begin to use magic, but in a yeah. movie that you know is going to be mystical, like, that That's doesn't necessarily mean it's him. Also, their magic isn't, like, individual per person. Like, his right. magic looks like strange, so it could have been anyone. Exactly. From the, well, uh, and to be fair, I mean, he, like, the, like I said, the trailer clip is probably, like, maybe five seconds of that. Yeah. So it's not really, like, and I think he's getting thrown into the cage. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. So I can't, if if you aren't really looking, you might not pick up on some of the, some of the subtle things that are like, oh, wait a second, this could be Wong. Yeah. Or you watched the trailer seven times itself like and you're just watching it again and again then you're like oh okay but let's just where how like why is wong there why is wong using his powers let's let's clear up something quick because we had to look this up too in case you were wondering wong survived the snap so he's been out there doing his thing for five years which is important, and the reason we had to look this up was, to be fair, at in Endgame, when everyone comes through the portals, they mix the people who snapped and the people who did not snap. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, it, it was kind of, because, I mean, obviously you see T'Challa walk through with, like, Okoye and all that. So, and I don't and think Shuri was snapped either. I don't think Okoye was. No, we know Okoye wasn't because she went oh, to yeah. go help him. Oh, yeah. But I don't think Shuri was. Well, she's was. also in Endgame. Duh. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Shuri was either. So, I mean, like, you see people walking through with people who obviously were not snapped. So it, it kind of was like, oh, well, I don't really know if they were or they weren't because obviously we only see people get dusted on, it was on Titan, right? They were on Titan. Oh, no. What was that planet they were on? They were on Titan. Okay, I was like, that's what I thought. We really only see it on Titan. We see it in Wakanda, and then we see Fury at the end. Mm-hmm. The, and like we see people behind him getting like the helicopter. Oh, that is like ominous as all heck. I hate that scene. Like I love it, but I hate that scene. It's really stressful. Um, yeah, right. Because it's like the scariest thought. Um, it always like, reminds what me. What if you're on an airplane and you're so finally gets like snapped? But not even that. It's gonna be like to all the people who were snapped back and blipped back. Onto and an airplane were, that was no yeah, longer exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, can you think of the amount of people that might have accidentally died just because they were literally blipped into the air and there was no airplane? Like, I, I, I always love when people, like, well, I just always love when people talk about it because they're like, what about if you... how does this work? Yeah, because they were like, what if you were in a building that no longer, maybe the building got demo, like, demolished. demolished. Yeah. What if, like, uh, people Do you drop really, 20 stories? Like, I, I just need, like... I need some closure on this. I need a snap blip <laughs> These handbook. are, like, my new ways to die that I'm scared of. Like, that that is what this has caused. And so many people have come up with so many things. But it's, like, all valid. Yeah. I need them to, like, write a little handbook about the logistics of the snap and the blip, and I need them to give it to me, and I will read it from front to back five times, internalize all of the well, rules, and then be fine. Exactly. Because I just, like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, all the heroes I get, whatever, they kind of knew where all the heroes were, so when they got, because most of them were at, at least with other heroes to some degree, but I'm just, like, sitting here, and I'm like, what about, like, everyone else, though? Yeah. Or we see all those people who, like, all those ships that are surrounded, surrounding the Liberty, um, the Statue of Liberty, and I'm like, well, there would have been people on them, so what, did they just blop in the middle of the ocean? Ah! Because, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, and then obviously people come up with the embarrassing theories of, like, what if you were on the toilet, and then you come back, and there was someone already on the <laughs> toilet? You know, like, there's obviously then the embarrassing ones, but, or, like, you were naked in the shower. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god, 
God, that's my fear. I will say that's one of my worst fears. Oh, and then you come back and there's like another one that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's your fear. That's the love story right there. That's how you fall in love. (laughs) No, and I know it's a little off topic, but it had to have been said. I just had to get that off my back. I have strong feelings about the lack of like rules that Yeah, like there's, like if you're going to show Monica coming back in the exact chair where she was blipped. Five years later. I hate that they call it the blip because it doesn't sound, it sounds like it should be the bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Not, it doesn't sound like it's bringing people back. It should be the snap and the return. Like, yeah. why couldn't it just be the like, snap and the return? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so anyway, I know that got a little off topic, but I had to, I had to bring up some of my issues. We have thoughts about everything. Um, but to your point, he was not snapped. So he was, I have to assume for a, well, okay. Yeah. For five years, he was defending the Sanctum Sanctorum. And probably in the one in New York, right? Yeah. The one yeah. that strange, cause he stayed down to defend it to begin with. Right. So I would think he had to, he probably stayed. So Shang-Chi is obviously after the blip. So maybe this is now. At least we're hoping. I, it seems it though, and I know I brought that up, that point up to you as well before that I didn't know if this was I, during. I it or agree not. that it is probably after, but we cannot confirm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ninety percent it and yeah. say I'm ninety yeah. percent sure it's after I'm with the you blood on that number. But so I would assume he was definitely like doing that. My thoughts are now though that Doctor Strange is back. Okay, here's my anger, and I know we're getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in March, but I'm really annoyed that I don't know what Doctor Strange is doing. Yeah. Because he is the Sorcerer Supreme, and I'm... like He's I, like I know the I big this, dude. Yeah, and I, you know what? I brought this up when we were watching WandaVision. They're I not that far! I can't think that man just was like, oh, it's fine what she's doing in New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like mind-controlling all these people with her like, chaos magic, but I'm cool with it. The like, man's literally intercepted Thor and Loki within five minutes of being on Earth looking for their dad because he's like, I have to keep an eye out for people who are causing threats. He's so type A, and yeah. I love but then, but then Wander runs an entire town for, for a like, week. Was it only a week? I think it, was it feels only a like week. so much longer. But either way, she runs an entire town, has a bunch of people hostage, and like literally there's like agents involved in everything, which are dealing with mystical things that they don't understand. Out of their league. And this man's just like, I don't know where I am. I'm just chilling somewhere. Like, I'm, I'm just, just having a good stay time. I'm in the city because New Jersey is New Jersey. Yeah, like, sorry. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> but. I just, I don't know. Like, I guess that's kind of what frustrates me is while we're going through all of this, I'm like, but where's Doctor? All I need the answer. I don't care about anyone else. I'm like, just at least tell me well, Doctor Strange is chilling. name drop him in the show. I mean, they obviously don't say strange, but they but call they sure, they, 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 more yeah. than the source. So you're going to name drop his title and then you're not going to tell me Which, where he is? To be fair, for WandaVision, there was the rumor that he was supposed to be a cameo. And he was supposed to appear. However, COVID messed that up. I did hear that. Okay, rumor. but do they not just you know oh, know I how know. to write in a line? I know. Then you fix it. It's but called like, adapting to the times. My but friends. I just need to know where this man is because it's frustrating the living heck out of me that things are happening and he's just like not there. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know because like. For me, I'm like, okay, so if he's back defending, why is Wong using his magic for fighting? Unless there's a bigger reason for it. Yeah. But it seemed to me, I mean, I could be misinterpreting this, but that whole setup seemed to me like a betting ring. Like a... Like Like Sakaar. Yeah. Like, that's what I... That's the vibe I got. And here's a little hint, hint to the possible predictions episode. Mad report. Don't even. I can't. Um... But all I'm going to say is, that's not above board, that no, behavior and that activity. unless he was there to looking for something else, and he got, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, to be fair, the Ten Rings is mystical and could be a very big threat to yeah, all other Yeah, why things. were they allowed to do their thing if the Ancient One was out here supposed to be, like... I, I don't know. I mean, we all know the Ancient One was corrupt, but, like... She still was supposedly trying to do the right thing. I don't know. Well, and and I think this is what, I mean, I'm about good on Wong because I don't know where he's been. I'm going to be honest. I don't even have the predictions of where he's been. I assumed, like I said, he was protecting the Sanctum Santorum. Post-blip, I couldn't tell you. Maybe he's got a new job. <laughs> I don't know. Either. I'm trying to, like, think if there's something from Strange that could, like, come back and get him. But, like, even, uh, what's Chiwetel Ejiofor's, um, character's name? Mordo? Yes. Like, it's not even that he could have, like, teamed up with Mordo because Mordo hates magic, like, Yeah. Sorcery. And I also do just want to point out, and this is a little unrelated, but you just brought up Mordo. I thought he was supposed to be the big thing for I know. the next Strange. They, I don't think they, they really like... knew that they were going to get as big as they did. Like, I, I mean, I think they knew the MCU gonna, was going to get this big, but I don't. finish him, and they're yeah. going to finish off his plot line. I just don't, I'm just... What if Mordo's part of Ten Rings now? That would make a lot of sense. But no, they use mystical... I don't think he would support that. Yeah, but here's the thing that I never got, was that he does not support, like, magic and, like, the use of sorcery, and so he takes it from other people, but has magic while he's doing it. So, like, it's incredibly hypocritical. So I guess I just... I find that, like, in those situations, like, you can justify... (laughs) Well, right, but you can also justify almost any action. Yeah. So, so maybe, I don't know. That would be an interesting person, especially that would really make more sense to maybe why Wong was involved. Yeah. And where in the And if he was tracking Mordo because he, got he was a threat into a situation. That's what I mean. I can't yeah. see Wong just being out there like, let me use my magic to like do a fighting ring. Yeah, cuz like, he's like so like he's not like super strict, like he's not like Mordo level strict, but he definitely takes it seriously. Yeah, I mean, he always took it more seriously than Strange, to be honest. Yeah. So, were. but I mean, let's get to the big question, which is the Ten Rings. Yeah. So, let's do a little recap. Where have we seen the Ten Rings? Take it, take it away, Katie. So, first off, obviously, if you haven't seen any of the Iron Mans recently, Iron Man. The yeah, very you should first definitely one, go watch Go that rewatch again. those. The whole trilogy. Because the Ten Rings, especially in the first one, is the organization that kidnaps Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, they also were hired by Obadiah. <laughs> So, there was a connection there by all of that. Now, obviously, this is probably a much different section of the Ten Rings organization because they are out of China. Yes. And this section, I don't remember what area of the of the Middle East they were. I don't remember exactly. But this area was a more Middle Eastern area. Yeah. So, there's probably little pockets of them. Um, probably like, like cells. Yeah. Yeah. I was like trying to think of the word for it. Um, so definitely connection there. Obviously if you watch all the Iron Mans, there's kind of quite a few connections throughout them, but the first one's really the big focus of it. Um, in a real sense because it's used fakely, obviously. Yeah, I was just about to say, because in the third Iron Man, we see the Mandarin. The faux Mandarin. Which ends up being Trevor, who is obviously not the real Mandarin. We find out the real Mandarin is, in fact, Shang-Chi's dad. In the comics, this is not true. They actually merged his father and the Mandarin character into one. But in the MCU, all you need to worry about is the Mandarin is Shang-Chi's father. Um, Now, ever since Iron Man, we actually have seen the Ten Rings a few more times. We just might not have noticed or didn't know. It's been very subtle. Yes. So actually, this is still an Iron Man one, but in the second Iron Man, Ivan, the one from Russia who goes to kill Tony Stark. Yeah, who goes to kill Tony Stark on the racetrack. 
Um, in one of the best scenes of the MCU. So good! Not even the fight, just, like, him, Happy, and Pepper arguing in the middle of all of it. It's just pure when, chaos. When Happy's driving her the wrong way on the racetrack, oh and Pepper God. looks like she literally just wants to die, but just also knows she could die at any moment. The entire situation is so funny. And Give like, me my suit! Yeah, when he's trying to get the suit, and Happy keeps trying to hit Ivan, and it was just, uh, she's screaming. It was just pure chaos, and I love it. I love that trio. They are, um, like, the original golden trio. They really are. And they I just, really are. Um, but I, they're, like, rival to the Cap Quartet from the Winter Soldier. Honestly. Like, literally perfect. <laughs> but the it has been confirmed that the man who gives Ivan his passport to get into the U.S. is actually a Ten Rings member. So they clearly had their hand in there, once again, trying to kill Tony Stark. Makes sense. But also, for a profit. Yeah. Everything they do is for a profit. Yeah. And um, then I think the really interesting one is, now you got to fill me in on names because it's been a while since I've watched the Ant-Mans, but um, the man who becomes the Yellow Jacket. I believe his name is Darren. Okay. His last name very much escapes me, but I'm pretty yeah. sure the first name's Darren. I, like, can picture him. He's the bald guy, friends. Yeah. Yeah. I can picture him. I mean, he becomes the main villain, so like... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I honestly just cannot remember. I just really haven't. I love Paul Rudd, and I don't have anything against the Ant-Man movies. They're just not the ones I tend to rewatch the most. Yeah, agreed. Um, but either way, he when he is giving some sort of a presentation at one point, there's actually a man there who has a Ten Rings, like, the symbol of the Ten Rings tattooed on the side of his neck, uh, which is interesting because... Also I, a really cool tattoo, because that's a really yeah, cool symbol. Yeah, it really is kind of cool. <laughs> But I think something that needs to get pointed out is we're seeing them in a lot of areas where there's very progressive tech. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's really interesting to point out. And I feel like... Especially for a very mystical organization whose leader literally has, like, magical rings. Like, you don't always, like, conflate the two, but it's almost the same way that, like, Tony and Strange work well together, like, in their own kind of facial hair bros way, you know? Well, because one's got the magic and the other one's got the the armor, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely think that's pretty interesting. And I do feel like there's another place where we've seen them pop up. And my apologies that I'm not remembering at the present moment. But I believe it's another area where there's a tech-related... Didn't you tell me uh, there's something with the helicarriers in Winter Soldier? It might be. I don't know. That remember. one's unconfirmed. Yeah, that that is an unconfirmed moment. Do not quote any of us on that. Just because I truly do know there's probably another moment, but I because I feel like there's a third one and I, I just at the moment can't remember it. But point being made, we've been seeing them and I will say, I mean like I feel personally the Ant Man's relatively recent yeah. compared to is Iron Man. 20- no, don't ask me the dates. No, because that's the second, I- the oh, second no. Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, because he came out before Civil War, so he would have been 2015. Yeah, or at least 2016 early. I think I he was in 2015, when. actually. But either way, it's still a lot more recent than the first Iron Man, even. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you ha- like I said, you have the fake Mandarin, but that's a... Like- but it's still the Ten Rings imagery, yeah. Yeah. it's still their symbol. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting that we've still seen them past Iron Man, and I think that's important to note as well. Yeah. Um, Because even in that little featurette, Kevin has said, like, yeah, you know, we really liked this organization. We knew we wanted to bring Shang-Chi in, like, because, you know, we were creating Iron Man, and, like, that was important, but we all they always knew, like, in the back of their minds that they wanted to bring in this character and, like, bring in this organization. Yeah. So I think that's why they've, like, created these little Easter eggs for us so that we don't completely lose track 
track of them, yeah. even though it's been so long. Well, and I think that makes our job easier because we can simply say, well, here they have been. Yeah. <laughs> They're clearly, like, amassing well, technology and information. And to be fair, you know, we saw them so much in the Iron Man trilogy because uh, Iron Man at that time was doing a lot to take down the terrorist uh, cells and all of those However, he clearly grew beyond that when he was starting to take down, you know, base invaders and, and go through a purple wormholes. Grove. A purple growth. Because <laughs> you like threw me off by saying wormholes and I like a purple growth. <laughs> what is, what species is Thanos? A purple growth. <laughs> No, it works. And everyone knew what I was talking about. He's a um, big, angry, angry, shriveled raisin. Angry, so you can't speak either. He's an um, angry, shriveled raisin. Yeah. With a so, lot of anger issues. Yeah. So, well, I I think I've said before, He, I've heard a rumor that he, like, is a weird mute like, mutant version of his home. Yeah, like, like, wasn't he, like... He, like, was wrong for his own planet to begin with, which is what makes him so strong and stuff, because he actually, like, he's, like, some mutated version of Titan people. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know if that's been confirmed or anything, but, like, that's definitely a theory. Yeah. Which makes also sense why people are like, well, we really don't agree with you killing half of our population. Yeah, he, like this wacko who's like a mutant yeah, he's gonna probably, come out here and be like, let me just, you know, yeah. kill half the population. Problem solved. And he could have just made more. Food. Also, like anyway. the fact that he like killed also animals and plants, so he also cut the resources he, like, in half. Reverse no arc a little bit, but he. Also, <laughs> but I'm I'm saying his whole point was like there's not enough resources, but then he he like. Also oh, yeah. have the resources, so like These people proportionally, it was the same issue. Plants were not killed in the making of <laughs> of Infinity War, uh, to my knowledge. I don't think they killed plants. Yeah, plants and animals also died. He killed half of the life, be it sentient or not. Well, that just feels weird. That but also, like, plants. so <laughs> counterproductive. Yeah, because he just left half the population with half of the... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Proportionally, it's the exact same thing. He's, Except now, instead of that many... I guess I, I guess mean, half, he half the literally people retired to go be a farmer. So <laughs> I know. He just, like, had so I don't many even issues. Know. Um, but anyway, moving on. Clearly, Tony graduated on two bigger threats, especially after his trilogy, which is why I actually think they pushed his trilogy out the way they did. Because I think they were just like, get the small things over with because he needs to deal with the bigger stuff. Because if we're being fair, the first two Iron Mans in timeline order are, well, I don't think there's any movies that aren't on Disney Plus in in between those two, are right next to each other. They come back to back. Uh, do they? Yeah. It's Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, then Thor. I so, think I watched Thor before Iron Man 2. Because yeah. I think well, they, they're they like, the same they're the week. same time. Roughly, so, like, there's yeah. a little bit of leeway there. I think, I think technically Iron Man 2 comes first just because Coulson goes off in the middle of Iron Man 2 to deal with the hammer situation initially, and then Thor. You're right. Yeah, right. so it so maybe I did watch it in that order. It's like a couple days yeah. difference. It's Fury's big week. Yeah, it's not that different, but it's like a few days if you want to be technical. And then I think Iron Man 3 is not that far after. It's after Avengers. Well, event after Thor's Avengers. So there you go. I, I feel like that was part of the reason they pushed it out because they were like, Tony's going to be doing the bigger stuff now, Um, which is kind of why I think to us, the Ten Rings organization seemingly took a back seat because yeah. Tony was no longer, and I don't want to sound like weird by saying this, but dealing with these more minuscule issues when we were having like space invaders. Yeah, like issues that an army could take care of <clears throat> that you don't necessarily need a quote-unquote well, you know superhero what? You, ha- you for. did have War Machine. 
Yeah. Who remained active in the military yeah, using exactly, his suit. Exactly. So there's that, of course. So that's why I think, like, it's almost easy to be like, well, it's not really a where were they because they were around. They were yeah. probably doing plenty of, you know, weird things. And really the only reason we're going to see them now is because Shang-Chi is the little, like, the Mandarin's child. Yeah, the heir to yeah. the proverbial throne, if yeah. you will. So, like, that's really the main reason why we're seeing it now. It's not like it's coming back at, well, and maybe it'll be a threat after this. Who knows? I doubt it just because I assume Shang-Chi is going to try and take down the entire organization. That seems like the, the gist of kind of the movie. But or reform it if he becomes the yeah, leader something, into a force of good. Yeah, something. But I, I mean, I don't think we'll see the Ten Rings come out of this as an ongoing organization in, as a threat. Yeah. yeah, in the terrorist department. Um, but I do. That's why I think like this one makes our job the easiest because it's like, well, there's been a couple hints of where it's been. And to be fair, to my point, I mean, I, definitely by the second half of Phase Two and by Phase Three, we were dealing with cosmic threats at that yeah, point. Yeah. We were, unless it was an origin story like Black Panther, where we obviously, that wasn't the same because that was an origin story, or like even Doctor Strange, which I know was mystical, but like different, we were dealing with bigger threats than... Well, I mean, Dormammu was a bigger, is a way bigger threat than... Yeah, I was just kind of thinking of like the other dude, but I was just saying like... Oh, Kaiselius? Yeah, but I was like ignoring like the mystical thing because I know that has the same thing in common with Chang-Chi and the Ten Rings, but yeah, so I feel like that one's not too hard. And I mean, like... Like, our focus was on the big stuff. They were doing the smaller stuff, I think. Behind the scenes. Like Hydra. That's how Hydra hit it. And you know what? They probably freaking thrived Mm -hmm. during the snap. And I wonder if maybe we'll get a slight, maybe one-off line towards maybe there was a connection between what, when Hawkeye was Ronin, or Ronin, yeah, Mm -hmm. okay, and what he was doing over in uh, Japan, China, I don't remember. Somewhere in East Somewhere Asia. in, yeah. yeah. And maybe that those people he was after having a connection to the Ten Rings, I think that would be kind of interesting to tie it that in. It would make sense, too, with the Hawkeye show coming out soon. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So I think that could be really interesting to tie that in. And just, like I said, even just a little small one-liner about... Like, maybe someone, like, someone who had gone after some of their men and blah, 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 wherever they were. And, you know, maybe if I rewatch it, maybe they had. To be fair, I don't really rewatch Endgame for fun. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's also a long movie. And it's, it really is. You gotta, like... You, know, you gotta power breaks. Well, and you gotta power snacks. through the entire first hour because, in the nicest of ways, they dragged that whole hour. Yeah, that could have been a solid thirty-five like, minutes yeah. ago. So that was rough. And then, like, you get to Nat dying, and then you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, this is a lot. You basically just spend a whole lot of movie waiting for the last battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's what you knew we were all waiting for. So it's yeah, like, that's the hardest part. The full-on Avengers assemble, like yeah, with everyone. Yeah. Um. So. I just think that would be kind of interesting if maybe they even said, made a small reference just so we can be like, okay, this makes also a little more sense on why he was just, like, slaughtering these dudes. I mean, obviously, they seem to be bad guys, but, like, we have no context to them. So how did he even know anything about them? Yeah. So... Unless he still has access to, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. files were... Yeah, but that's also, what, in, like, 2014? So, I mean, to be fair, it's been quite a few years. But he's also... I'm just saying he's... 
he's a spy, and yes, he has outdated information, but that doesn't mean he can't figure out the rest through the right, network of right. contacts he probably oh, has. Oh, no, I agree. I just, just said, I think it would be pretty interesting, since we do see him land somewhere over in that area, to possibly have a tie to it. Because oh, those, I think it would be, too. Those organizations definitely thrived in these moments, and I think that would be a great way to complement it. Yeah, I mean, look at the power broker. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, they made our job easy, because you can pretty much fill in some of those holes with yeah. the Ten Rings pretty well it's the other two characters that are a little well what i that's why isn't as bad yeah that's why i wanted to start with abomination because he's really that character that came out of left field that it's like where'd you come from total wild card yeah and then that wong was like 50 50 and then 10 rings is like about 95 yeah (laughs) like we kind of know much of where they've been but i mean i think we've covered some of the biggest characters that we're gonna see obviously to our point earlier this is not our predictions episode that will be coming out about two weeks before the movie will so Um, in two weeks because yes. the movie's a little more than a month yes, away essentially <laughs> i'm buying my tickets tomorrow everybody exactly so essentially um we that'll be coming out and that's when we would do our full ba- breakdown of the trailer um because i will not lie i've been holding my tongue on things that i wanted to say and, and like, hopefully not there's another episode. one yeah or at least something a little more even yeah. if it's not a full trailer because like, i think we had what five, i mean obviously we know what happened with black widow and the multiple release yeah, date loki, changes loki had a lot of i mean so did wandavision have a lot i thought yeah, falcon and winter soldier also wandavisions had a lot. was very mis. i mean tr- loki's was fairly misleading but wandavisions like you had no clue what was gonna go on in that right. show I, I thought that uh, falcon winter soldier was a little more straightforward yeah but they also had multiple trailers and that was yeah. a show so yeah. you're telling me that like two weeks out you're not gonna have at least multiple trailers for your movie and the fact yeah. that they're dropping featurettes and interviews with kevin tells me something's coming yeah i agree um so uh, hopefully we'll have no way that. home trailer oh my god never coming <laughs> oh, like i don't know if they remembered we have a movie in december Do, uh hello we have another movie in november yeah, that at also doesn't been- have there's been a trailer. I'm saying more than one. Yeah, but at least there's been a trailer. And that also dropped, like, what, two months ago already? Yeah. And they haven't dropped the new, or the new Way Home, maybe. The No Way Home trailer. Like, I, whatever. I'm not I'm not even going to get on that if you follow us on Twitter, as you should. I've just been constantly retweeting that today might be the day. And then it's, like, not. And I'm like, never like, mind. so much, like, fake. Not even. I just, like, don't even know. But anyway, I think we've covered most of what we need to cover in this episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed everything that we had to say. And as always, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that you know when we have new episodes. We're on most of the major platforms. Um, so you can check out our Anchor FM page where you can find links to the platform of your choice. And also, don't forget to follow our blog where right now we're doing a lot of meme content and then also supplemental content to the episodes that we have right now on a bi-weekly basis. And I know I said this a little bit before, but make sure you guys are following on our Twitter. It is Let's Talk MFT. It's fun. That's all I have to say. I enjoy it. We have a good time. So um, definitely follow us on that. Uh, I definitely make sure to post the episodes when they go up. I post the blog posts when they go up. So if you want all your information to at least come in one concise package, follow us on Twitter and you will get it all at once. And make sure you're watching the Shang Chi. The Shang Chi, my speech impediment. Shang Chi. Hold on, the speech impediment is having a moment. <laughs> my S's and CH's and SH's are just coming out. Shang Chi. Make sure you're watching the trailer. Make sure you're watching any more trailers that come out. Featurettes, interviews with Kevin, and of course. What if is coming out in two weeks? No, no, no. It's one week from... It's t- less than two weeks, One I week know. from Wednesday. Oh, I did not Comes think it was Comes out August 7th. 
Well, whatever's coming out, we have yet to really know what impact it might have on the MCU, but also make sure you guys are keeping up with that, because as always, Marvel just blew your mind, so let's talk about it.